And hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of According to Alan. I'm Alan, and I am today joined with for like a full-on staff breakdown here. The staff is together. We're getting crazy, Ooh. and we're doing like a rando podcast episode. Mark Pishker and Mike Slater, Kristen. <laughs> Don't forget the Z before the Y. That is true, because otherwise you're spelling it wrong, and then um, you wouldn't be stealing the right identity. Exactly. Exactly. My social security number is three zero five one nine. Beep, 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 can I get the last four, beep. though? <laughs> if, if, if Mark can guess the last four of your social, what would you do? Would um, you give him anything? Yeah, let him have my identity. Go for it. S- you, have, well, you have one guess, though. Yeah, you can't keep going. Okay. Yeah. 7481. No. That's a good guess. Why Great 7481? Guess. No clue. It that just was just came a random. Me. Yeah, it just came to me. Did that happen to be your locker combination at Andrean? I don't. I don't remember that. I don't remember at any all. of my locker combinations. I, I remember 15, the, 31, the 16 was mine in high school. Well, so at Andrean, <laughs> you only had to get the first two, and then like, and not even the first two exactly. You can get it kind Close. of in the generate, like the general. Like, if yours is twelve, you can get in, in between like five and fifteen, and then go to the next one, and then it's unlocked. It just it's like wow. it locks. It like yeah. locks once you get. It. So it was like it was always like one, two, and then you kind of like flip it. You flip it, and then it locks. And yeah, it's weird. Wow, it's really weird. Did you guys do anything to each other when you were getting into each other's lockers? Was there anything, any kind of shenanigans with that? Because when I went to high school, there was a few. Um, not that I could recall. I Nothing mean, I can really put, like, recall. Fish yeah. in people's lockers or anything. No, no. My favorite go-to move was when someone was at the bottom of their locker, trying to get books out or something, and then they would have to like get into like a catching position, right? But in that meantime, there's usually they're like they're so confident in their catching position because they're doing it for such a limited amount of time as they're shuffling through their books with both hands inside the locker. You just go by, do a quick pull on the shoulder, and usually that's coming out with everything they already have in one hand and everything's coming out behind them. Oh, and so they're they're on their back turtled in the hallway. So you're talking about bullying. Wow. <laughs> you are the problem with our society. Wow. I am I'm it. Dude. I this was a good I think we can end the podcast a now. That was that, a great break. That explains a lot. Yeah. Um, when Milan and Noah came in to give us our new table, which if you if you uh, don't know in our stories on Instagram, we now have a new coffee table that was built out of a bowling alley Super Bowl in particular. Yes. Super cool. And it's the end of a lane, right? Yes, yeah, it's, it's uh, where the pins were. You could actually see all the, the hard dots on where each pin was. You can feel it. You can feel yeah. the hard dots. That's really cool. Pretty soon we're going to have so many relics of the uh, city of Crown Point in our office that it's going to be nuts. Well, I mean, we, we are right next to the uh, museum. At some point, when do we just start taking their stuff? <laughs> <laughs> if you had to go in that museum right now and take your top three things, what do you take? I'm taking that printing press. I don't know how. <laughs> it's cast iron and probably like the size of my entire apartment. Yeah. But yeah, I'm taking that. Um, I'm taking one of those random uh, sea urchin things. Just yeah, and that they, was on my list. Yeah, they kind of look cool. Um, and I'm probably stealing a like one of those like uh, Civil War uniforms. Ooh, yeah, I think I that'd be kind of cool because they're all cotton. They're super uncomfy, but I think just having it on display would be super cool. No, you you have to wear it. I mean, you're not grabbing it to display it. You're wearing that thing. I'm going into battle. Yeah, you're what's going the into right battle. time to wear that. Like, what's a good time to show up in going a civil war uniform? <laughs> yeah, when you're going larking. Yeah, lar- is it lar- larping? Larping? Yeah, live LARPing. action role play. Oh yeah, larping. Oh, yeah. I figured it'd be like, what was that thing where like you'd have like the longitude and latitude? And then you'd have to like go and oh, find geocache. geocaching. Geocaching. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Too. Can you wear a Civil War outfit to like the bars on a Friday? So who says you can't? True. 
can are you, like is it socially acceptable to wear like a like a uniform that was in battle like just for any no to wear? There's no, no way that, right? that's, that's, that's called stolen no valor actually that's like a legitimate like um law if that isn't true and you just made that up that is really impressive stolen valor look it up man so it's like a lot of kids uh because like thrifting is super big and like people my age and younger um you go to goodwill you're, you're bound to find a uh like a like a like a khaki uh, not khaki camo uniform from like iraq or something like that wow um from like desert storm and kids think it's cool to like wear it but if you wear like the full get up and you're not um a veteran or an actively serving member um that's called stolen valor and it's, it's kind of like the same offense of like impersonating a police officer wow makes sense yeah and I, actually, I could be wrong about like the repercussions but i know that's like a real thing hmm. yeah good facts good facts you're bringing yeah. all the facts yeah. today welcome but to then, fun facts but then I, I wonder <laughs> if does it matter if they're like like if it's like a suit from like 1940s that they just don't wear anymore you know, there might be a uh, statute of limitations, mm. you know, because like as of right now, we can legally use songs from like the 60s, I want to say, because they go into the um, what is that called? Uh, Creative Commons at one point. So it's 50 years. Isn't is it? it 50? I think it's 50 years. Yeah. So that would be 1973. Yeah, I think I think there's yeah, 73. There's some bangers. Yeah. Ooh, I, yeah. The late 60s. Fire, yeah, dude. dude. So, um, yeah. So uh, I, I maybe there's statutes of limitations. Who knows? Makes sense. Hey, Mark, what do you want to talk about today? Ooh, you're going to throw that one on yeah, me. Yeah, what do you want to talk about today? You got the you got the entire platform to jump off of. The entire platform. Um, yeah, so I actually, I guess, I don't know that I necessarily want to talk about something in specific, but I'll tell you <laughs> what is getting me really excited lately. Of course, baseball is coming up, and like that's my thing, and I, I'm super excited for baseball. But... I'm, I'm a very big weather guy and being able to go outside and do stuff. And for those who don't know me, I was in Florida for five years and like Floridians are so happy. I mean, they're crazy. There's a reason that like every day there's like Florida man did this. Like they're crazy down there. The sun really cooks them. But I'm telling you, they're so much happier. And when I was down there in the sun at all times, I was so happy. And I can't wait for the weather to come back to Northwest Indiana to be able to do awesome stuff outside. Yes. I don't know about you guys. I don't know if you guys have anything that you're just like craving to do or like they're like, as soon as we have a nice day, I'm going to do this. I'm pro weather. Put a back patio in last year. Yeah. Super excited to start throwing on some socks games. I'm going to crash that place, man. I love, do it. I love his, uh, his little setup out there. With the, setup. Uh, you reminded me of something though. When you said, you, if you don't know me, it reminded me of a lot of best man speeches. How do you yeah. feel about the, if you don't know me start? I, uh, I actually, I don't like the if you don't know me. I it like, just seems yeah. too easy, right? It, it, it's super easy. Yeah. So um, I've I, I went to like four weddings last year, and I would say I only heard one solid uh, best man. No, no, uh, it was a maid of honor speech actually. I haven't. I have yet to hear a good best man speech. Oh, mm. I heard. I heard you knocked yours out of the park. Did you start with it for those who don't know me? Um. I didn't start there. No, I'm sure it came across at some point. I like introduced myself as like. I mean, you kind of have to introduce yourself, right? You can't just be like, for those who don't know me, you're you're probably at a wedding where like 70% of people know you. I mean, it's family, yeah. right? I mean, some people have gigantic weddings, but still. Yeah. But it's like, I think it's easy. Like, what's up, guys? I'm Mark. I'm, you know, Ryan's brother. Yeah. Ooh. Do you know? Do you know um, the song in Step Brothers that they sing at the? Um, wow, what's the Catalina wine mixer? Yeah. I I ended up singing that. No way. Yeah, and, and the best man speech, which was like kind of like the end to it, which was like kind of a banger. The DJ was in on it, so he played like the music for it. It was kind of funny, but 
It was good. I mean, I sp- it should have been good. Shit, you I had spent, props. I spent you had props like in your best man months on this yeah. thing. As soon as I found out that I was going to be best man, like the first thing I was, I was like, dude, I got to talk in front of all these people. Mm. And like young me would have thrived. Like older me is like, oh, it's okay. But I had to work on it. I practiced it like 150 times. Okay. Yeah. But it was fun. It was it was quality. I mean. I've heard good things. Have you guys ever had to give a, a best man speech? Not yeah, yet. I have. I haven't yet. I didn't. I don't think I did very good. No, why was that? I was going through this time in my life where I didn't feel like I had to really write anything down. Oh, God. <laughs> was this pre-English major? Uh, no, I think it was post. Um, yeah, I just there's times where I like I had it scripted in my head, and I knew there was places I wanted to take it. But like the one thing you just don't understand until you're in the moment is the emotion of the moment. I'm sure. I'm sure. You know? Yeah. And then so you start to like, you know, it's not talking in front of 250 or 300 people, but it's really like the, uh, it's, it's, it's trying to really get your point across and telling a great story. Yeah. I think, um, that's the, cause I got the, the best men's speech I've seen all four of them so far. One of them was bad in the sense, uh, not, not in the sense of, um, he was poor at public speaking, but because he didn't let it get to an emotional point. He kind of oh. talked about himself the entire mm. time and like why the reason why he, uh, um, the guy he was talking about, the the groom, was so great is because of him, and that really annoyed the hell out of me. It was his brother, and I was like, dude, come on, man! Like, there's a lot better ways you can do it. Um, and then other ones I've seen is like, you know, uh, you know, me and him have been best friends forever. You know, when 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 she came around, I was like, yeah, there's no way she'll stick around, but uh, you know, I'm happy for you guys and uh, wish you the best of luck, and I love you. Mm. You know, in and out in 30 seconds it's like no man that's tough no, no you can't do there's a real like sweet spot of length for sure and i don't know what that sweet spot is i'm yeah. sure if we did a little more research and started youtube and a ton of best man and <laughs> <creative otter laughs> analyzing best men's yeah i'm sure that we could tell but man when it's too early when you jump off too early it's just like that's it it's bad i actually think i remember mine was like three like just under three minutes of talking and then like 30 good. seconds for the song and i was done i feel like once you get past five minutes you're kind of like and if it's not entertaining you know what i mean yeah, oh, but yeah. I'm, I'm also like I'm kind of against people going up there with the paper. Yeah. And I don't mind them with the phone, but they can't read off the phone. Yeah. No, that's it's just fair. a public speaking thing. You know what I mean? I still have my, my papers, actually, if you guys want me to bring them in. And nice. Maybe we should do an entire podcast around best man speech. Yeah, yeah we, we should. That. We should, actually. I could, I could try to teach everybody a thing or two. Mm. And then get blasted for how bad it is. I'm sure <laughs> it's sure. great, dude. That's the thing, man. I'm sure uh, I, I know you, and I know I know your humor, and I'm, I'm like I know who you are as a person. I really feel like it's a good speech. I, there's people that walk up there, and I'm like, yeah, I was able to tell right away that they were gonna suck. <laughs> but don't you feel like it's two different people, or is that just me and being insane? What do you mean? I feel like being a person in real life and then being a person with a mic and, and talking in front of 300 people aren't isn't the same person. No, it's never it's never the same person. But um, I think it is, I don't know, I feel like you can really tell when someone walks up there, it's like, probably don't have the, be- like, like the best speaking skills in front of this amount of people. Yeah. And you, you got to have some sort of like confidence that you can just keep your, like the, the type of humor that you have with everybody in the room. You know what I mean? Because like sometimes if you're going up with that many people, you're like a little mm-hmm. nervous that like your humor is not going to play. And it yeah. takes like one bad joke for you to just be like, oh no. Just start breaking down and stuttering and whatnot. You just got to have confidence that like, listen, like some people in this room will think this is funny. So I'm just going to do it. 
Just go. Yeah, and then when some people are laughing, the others just randomly start laughing too, and it just works. Mm. I think that actually goes into our Laugh Local comedy events. I think there's a, a certain like feeling in the room when you know you're at a comedy show that you just automatically think things are funny that you're typically you're wouldn't be yeah, yeah that typically wouldn't be probably that funny that's if a it good was point just like said so maybe it's something set for like the mentality of the audience yes it's groupthink it is groupthink yeah. you're absolutely right yeah um and that's why it's always i don't want to say it's better but how many times have you watched a movie with like a bunch of your friends and you're like dude this is freaking so funny so hilarious right and then you try and show like a girl yeah a girl you're taking out or something like that and they're just like yeah what is this i'll never forget the best example of that was um there's this (laughs) there's this there's this there was this movie on netflix called kung fury it was like a 35 minute animated movie and like i couldn't even explain to you the plot it was like had to do with time travel and kung fu and hitler um yeah it was wild this team america (laughs) it was wild absolutely crazy and like me and like it was my freshman year and me and like five of my teammates maybe even 10 we were all in our like a dorm room just watching it and we're like dude we're just cracking up it's like 2 a.m and then i came home for christmas break and i showed miggy and josh and i remember like we sat down i was like dude we gotta we gotta try and and watch this movie uh because we were having a good day that day and uh, i was like let's and let's cap it off with um let's cap it off with this movie and i showed it to them and I don't think they laughed in the first 10 minutes where I laughed like five times. And I was like, <laughs> no. dude. Oh, you forced no. it. I know. You forced oh, it. Yeah. No. But then like halfway through, I was like, I guess this isn't really that funny. That's, <laughs> yeah. It's just random. Yeah. There's nothing worse yeah. than forcing shit like that on I people. know, dude. It's a thing. You just want to share it so bad. But I feel like there's a mood to it, too. Like there's times when I'm like laying in bed on my laptop and I'll be watching something and I just won't be able to stop laughing because I'm in just like a good mood. or like, Silly, goofy mood. Yeah, exactly. But then there'll be other times where I'm like, nothing. Mm. Nothing. You know what I mean? I think it it like partially depends on the mood too. Wow. So what tips would you give somebody for a best man speech? What would be a good, what would be some good tips or maid of honor speech? Um, I would say don't, don't mm, play with the same emotion the whole time. So don't try to make it one long sappy speech, one long comedic speech. Um, What if you're not that funny in person? Then, Then you know what? You shouldn't be giving the speech. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I kind of agree with that. <laughs> I mean, yeah? Yeah. You, but I mean, there's, there's, I mean, I have friends of mine that I wouldn't say are like comedic relief. They're not a laugh a second. But I feel like there's some value there of just like, you know, they're going to tell a direct story and you know, they're probably going to, they're probably going to make it somewhat emotional. Yeah. Yeah. No, you for know? sure. I think, I think a mistake that I see a lot of times are, are when they say like, a long inside joke that only them and that person knows and like nobody else finds Big it mistake, funny. Yes. And it's like, there's like a ton of like uh, fake laughs. Made of honors inside do that jokes. all the time. Yeah. Made of honors do that all like, the time. Feel free to hit them with a one liner inside joke that like, that's it. But don't, don't give us a 30 second inside joke. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. We're not yeah. here for that. No, we're not here for that. Give us a story. That's like funny for the crowd. So literally like it's either, it's either something that you're either laughing at him or with them. Correct. Yeah. A big mistake I found in a maid of honor speech um, that we went to last September, uh, she tried to do a punchline like every 30 seconds. And it wasn't like a punchline. She was like talking and then she would make like a face and everyone would be like, ah. But then like she kind of like her her speech was like kind of negative. And she was her twin sister. It was kind of negative. Dude, that's mm. the worst speech, in my mm. opinion, is like the person roast? who is like completely tone deaf and decides to go full roast. Like go she roast. was like, she oh. was like, she Brutal. was like, uh, 
She was like, uh, well, I hope your your husband will be there um, when I can't be, when you know, you're mentally spiraling. And I'm like, dude, what? Dang. Like, and like, she like looked around at her fam- her other family. Everyone's like, ha ha. But I'm like, she does. She mentally yeah, spirals. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna. She's got depression. You know, it's like, dude. I was like, she takes pills. Yeah, holy crap. <laughs> and like, I was, I just felt so bad because I was like, man, if if someone said that about me. I'd fight. Yeah. <laughs> We'd fight. We're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Slater, do you remember that time you, we, uh, you know, you left the party and we didn't know where you were, but then we knocked down the door of the bathroom and you were cutting yourself? Yeah. That was hysterical. <laughs> so, yeah. and, like, and like the five people that were there were like, yeah, man. <laughs> I remember that shit. The scars are still on his wrist. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ad-libs in a rap song. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, that's, it's tough. But I think. I think you typically want to end on like a sweet emotional note where like yeah. you kind of like most of it was comedic and like some waves of, of some stuff in there. But you kind of want to end on like, um, you know, like just kind of welcoming the other person into your family mm. and like yeah. telling them how appreciative you are of, of like them being in your family now and like how grateful you are to have them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something to kind of just kind of finish it out. But don't ride that thing out too long either. No. Short and sweet. I feel like you got one jab. Yeah, like a you good... Got, like, you got a good jab at the person. And I feel like it's a jab yeah. that can't be something that only you know. Yes. Right. It's got to be like the thing that your entire... like Because at that point, you're probably friends with the entire bridal party, right? Yeah. You've had some conversations. Yeah. yeah. We all kind of know who the person is. You're on the yeah. party bus together. Yeah. yeah. And so like I think you got that jab you can kind of give. Yeah. You know? Right. I agree. But you can't go two jabs. That becomes a fight. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know? dude, yeah. It's like you got one jab, you've got maybe one comedic story that I feel like is at least somewhat relevant. Do you talk about this? The, I think that's the other slippery slope is how far do you go in on the significant other? I know. I was thinking the same thing. Um, like, it, I don't want to say it like, depends on how close you are to them, but I really feel like uh, you kind of got to give them a little shit on marrying your best friend but in a unique way. I feel like you can't just be like, oh, you know, he's a handful. I would, I think maybe I would throw the jab in there in giving her shit. Like, like, so for example, if like, well, yeah. So let's say for example, you're getting married. Yeah. Right. And the best man said something along the lines of, we never thought this dude was ever going to find anybody, let yeah. alone that. Like, is that a jab or is that too far? I don't think... I just I think it's overplayed. I think that's overplayed. Okay. I don't even see that as a jab anymore. You know what I mean? Okay. So what's a good jab? I'm trying to think. If you were to jab me at a best man speech, what would it be? Probably, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, um, today I was, I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going, we're going hot. Thinking, we're going in I know, hot. I know, because I was like, that's a, that's a swing. Careful. That's a it's fresh like, wound. I know. I know. It's like, hey, don't, don't plant a fence with this guy or something. <laughs> 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 I don't know. You put me on the spot. You see, best. I see a good best man speech. You have to really think about it. Take your mm, time writing it. Mm. You know. Yes. Okay. Sorry to put you on the spot. So okay, if man. we're going back up, mm. and then we're we're at the. So mm. what? How far do you take the significant other side? I'm sorry to cut you off on that last. I part. feel like he got one a one swing, one jab at the, but like not even like a jab. He's kind of one pass at it, and then I feel like that goes into the um, you know. Think like, like I'm, I'm, I can't wait to have you part of the family or I'm so excited he found you or one of those kind of things. You know, one of the emotional bits. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was just looking, scrolling through my phone, looking if I still had mine in my notes. Mm. I don't. But I have it at home. We just can't. 
I'll bring it though. Cool. You guys cool just story, Mark. This, is, <laughs> this has been the anatomy of a best man speech <laughs> with Mark Mishker. Yeah. So, how far do you take the significant other? Um, as far as like chatting about her? Yeah. Um, or him if it's a maid of honor. That, yeah. Um, I chatted. I think wh- you can only really be complimentary, right? There's not the. There's no room for the jab on the significant other. Um. It. it yeah. I think it depends, but typically no. I mean, you just gotta. You gotta. You gotta. I mean, because you're the best man in the wedding. See, you know I, have I, mean? a, and, I have a. I have a great. Her, like the maid of honor always talks about the woman. It seems like, and the best man always talks about the man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you 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 have like a small period where you talk about the two of them together and why it works and stuff, and then a small period where you chat about her and why she's good for the family and everything and then that's it so it's like short period of like chatting about her two compliments okay yeah that's where i'm at with that i like it two compliments is solid yeah, three i think, I think is, so. the, is a party yeah three. <laughs> three's a party three's that's a too party. much three's too much you think yeah. it's too much i'm a big fan of the three's three company number. i'm a big fan of three well comedy comes in threes so i feel like everything else really like if you really want something to really land it has to come in threes yeah like when mark was talking about his app today and he started out with two and then now it became three. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And why did you change it to three? Because I just couldn't leave that third one out. See, it's, it a, big yeah. it the it's a big deal. The third one's a big deal. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to like bringing up old stories, right? Yeah. There's there's a line there. There's a line. There's a line, man. So when is like, what what has the makings of a good like story from the past? So a lot that I hear from Maid of Honors is how they met and like her reaction to like the first date. I do genuinely enjoy those. Me too. Those yeah, are th- fun. Yeah, because it's like you never really hear, even when you're dating them, you don't really hear that other perspective. Is it as fun for both parties or is it more fun for the person who don't, might not know the full story or might not only know the story from the person, like if it's the maid of honor giving the speech, but you only know the the, yeah. the, the groom? Is that a fun perspective? I do. I do think it's a fun perspective. Is it, it more fun than hearing it when you already know the story, but you're like your friend of the groom, but the best man's doing it? Or maybe is it? But it's your job to make it funny for everybody. It, it's just all in delivery. It's your job to make it funny for everybody. Even the people who already know it, if you, if you're, you just have to be able to sell it funny enough. You know what I mean? You just got to mm. be able to tell the story properly. Damn. If I knew we were doing this, we should have all made best man speeches for each other. I know. That would have been so funny. It would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. No, I mean the the personal the, those personal anecdotes those those stories because it's like you don't want to bring up like like yeah you know like after he dated so and so you know you never thought no he, you I know, feel like you got to take yeah. off all like X's right X's can't yeah. be in it no They're not out. not even allowed dude no we're present tense yes hundred percent we're living in the moment it's like you know after their first date she wasn't so sure but like not in like a negative way you know what I mean they kind of got to say it a better way. This is hard. This is really hard. The yeah, I think the, if you it's listen to this podcast and you're in the middle of writing a best man or maid of honor speech, this is great content. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I would say so. I would I would refer to this. Uh, if I get chosen to be a best man in the next couple of years, I'm referring to this podcast. Let's go. Future Mike, listen here. <laughs> yeah. It's a nuanced thing, man, but trust Mark. Okay, just so then me. it's just a straight-up introduction without a, for those who don't know me, even though it, I feel like you're talking about the other part of it was being super contrived and like overused that that's definitely an overused portion it is but just there's yourself. just different ways to like present it to the crowd you know what i mean see i just i just it's feel weird, like though. i need to bring mine and just do it and we add it to the end of this 
So what, are we can do put you in the safe and then you're gonna like vocally do it and then we're gonna put like music. I'll underneath? put music behind. Sure. It. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be cute. Stick around. <laughs> uh, stick around for the end of the episode to hear Mark give his best man speech. <laughs> Done. Is that for Ryan? Yeah, for Ryan. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, my brother. For everyone who doesn't know that. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a big fan. I think the one thing that I get caught in a trap of is trying to be traditional in the other speeches I've heard. Because like we're talking about a format. I yeah. think you've got to make it unique to yourself. It, it's also human instinct to kind of go back on things you've already heard that have worked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is weird. It is weird, but that's the group behavior thought too. It's almost like group you can't. Think, yeah. It's weird. You can't get a, it's the rat race, baby. Damn. We're all in it, man. We're all in it. Mm. So we're talking three and a half minutes. Three, three and a half three minutes and a, yeah. is probably a solid time. Maybe I mean, five at the most. Yeah. I mean, what's a good song length? I mean, three minutes. Yeah, three minutes is like you've got a couple choruses. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe a breakdown, and then you're out. Build it. Build it like a song. You know what I mean? Like the introduction. It's like. That first intro part that's really getting into what's the what's the runaway uh, key <laughs> on the piano in in, in oh. speech form? You know what I mean? <laughs> what's that? You know? And then what's that verse? It's like you're kind of getting the people in it. Like, oh, this is melodic. This is fun. This guy knows the groom. This is cool. Oh, that's some that's some fun stories I've never heard. Then it's like get a laugh, bring it back home. We're getting a little emotional. You know. You're wrapping people in there. There's not a dry eye out there. So you're saying laugh or emotional, or you're saying laugh, laugh then emotional, emotional laugh and then wrap it yeah. up with, yeah. with a toast? And I would say even wrap up with like a slight funny thing, you know, because the wrap up's always going to be a little like like uh, emotional in the, in the sense of like, like I'm excited to, that you found her, excited to have her part of the family, all that kind of stuff. But adding another small comedic bit, even if it's not something that's super funny, Something to get a chuckle out of, just to kind of relief, relief the um, the emotional part. Then you're out. Do you have something in mind? As in, like an example? Yeah. I don't know. Because I'm wondering, like, you know how, like, every like the blase version is like, all right, so everybody raised a glass. Yeah. To, uh, okay. Mark okay. and Slater yeah. and their homo marriage. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Um, like and then everyone does that they think it, that's pretty much the end of the speech right yeah yeah but i wonder because like they do a lot of like social dynamics of like when it comes to dancing at weddings right yeah. that like you'd want to be the the bride and groom need to get out there the bridal parties need to get out there it's kind of like something you get coached on right before like the reception right mm -hmm. that it's good that that usually invokes more dancing throughout the night i wonder if there's something you can make a play on there about getting so wasted mm. you yeah. know mm-hmm Picking it up. Yeah, I know what you mean. Picking it up. Mean. Like kind of like being like the first person to like set the tone that this is going to get out of control. Yeah. This, <laughs> but instead of so like instead of raise your glass. Yeah, it's like. Oh, what if you make the um, the best man speech into like a drinking game? You know what I mean? You kinda, oh, that's yeah, fun. You kind of form it that way. Like, all right, guys, for this best man speech, I'm going to need you guys to have a full glass. So I'll give you guys a couple minutes to go get that. Everyone goes to the bar real quick. And that's not even like that's not even at the moment you. uh Maybe the DJ announces that, and then you go up there and like, all right, if you guys have a full glass, here's how you play the game. Take a drink if, you know, I love this. Mark has ever um, made you laugh. Like, start off kind of easy, and then uh, maybe, I don't know. I don't know yet. This is kind of just me off the cuff. Like, no, that's good. No, I like yeah. it. We're all off fun. the cuff, brother. That's, fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> fun. That's what it's about, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think another fun talk is like um, your walkout um, 
Oh, uh, for the when party? you're being announced as yeah in the party, dude. Yeah, mm. the walkout dance is really important. I I've think. seen some good ones. I've super overplayed ones, ones super it. awkward ones, and then super I've seen like some good ones. Whoa. That's my least favorite part about doing it. For real? Mm. Yeah, I just don't like. I don't like doing that. I, it's crazy. But when it, we were talking earlier about like being two separate people, that's why I feel like I, I hate speeches so much. Is because like I've been asked. I, I feel like because I'm personable in person. People think that I'm naturally going to be that personable on a mic, and I feel like it sets me up in my head for like the worst expectations. I know what you mean. It's mm. tough, man. Just it's speak, tough. Speaking in front of people is impossible. It it's is so hard. But, but we, uh, but our, our cousins got married uh, about two years ago now, and they asked me to do the introductions for all the couples and like go into the reception. Oh, like an MC. And I told them hard no. Wow. And they're like, why? And it's like, because I don't do that. Oh, yeah. I remember. I remember that. I can't. Yeah. Do, I'm not yeah. capable of being like, "All right, everybody," you know, and then like doing it like authentically. Yeah, and there's no chance. There's millions of other people that are better at doing that than I am. If we were in Impractical Jokers right now and you lost the challenge, that's what I'm making you do. <laughs> I love that, dude. It'd be bad. It'd be bad. I love. And that. like nothing gives me more anxiety of like right before we're about to walk on and the girl I'm about to walk out with is like, "Why don't we do this full dance routine?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> I don't do that. I don't know how to do that. No fun, Al. I know, <laughs> dude. But I feel like I'm fun. I but there's no, not there's fun. a time where I don't want to be. That's like a weird fun for me. It's weird. Yeah, I get it. Am I, I the it. only one in that boat? Yeah, I'm out. I I, I enjoy going out and doing. I'm like doing it. Fun, yeah, for sure. I'm doing it. I'm, dancing, I'm, yeah. I'm anxious as hell about it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I'm not yeah. like pumped not about pumped it, about but it. I'm definitely pumped about beating the other squads. Yeah, dude. So like, what dude? At our wedding, we had our my brother in laws. Uh, <laughs> picked up my sister-in-law and like had him on had her on his shoulders and their shoulders and walked through the door frame she hit her head on the door oh, frame. oh love that <laughs> yeah, so cool. yeah yeah so cool but it was a great thought now, yeah. see that's something i'm more apt to do but I, if it's yeah. like let's get out there we're gonna take our glasses off we're gonna throw them to the crowd then we're gonna both do like a synchronatic dance and then i'm gonna like then at one point i'm sliding through your legs i'm fucking out Dang. I'm out. Yeah. I wish uh, I was. I'm doing that. I don't know. I'm doing it. Really? Al's walking out yeah. and waving, huh? Yeah. Doing <laughs> one of like the head nod. Like, all, all right. right. I'm coming out. I'm pumping up the crowd. Oh, That's God, my favorite yeah. move. I really? love doing that, I'm, dude. I'm yeah. sneaking in a chug in there somehow. Yeah, that too. Ooh, I'm having I'm having someone toss me a beer and I'm still cold Steve Austining that thing. Dude. I love that. That's yeah. funny. Chugging, I chug that. bash yeah. on the face, throw it into the crowd. Yeah, I want to frighten people. Yeah. <laughs> That's Some people awesome. like that guy's gonna be a problem. Yeah, like like he's a liability. People are gonna have an opinion about me <laughs> yeah. at the end of the night. I'm excited to watch this thing go down, but <laughs> but he's gonna be the Keep one. Keep him away yeah. from me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, keep a camera on that guy at all times. <laughs> <laughs> we found uh, our yeah. wild card. <laughs> keep him away from the coat check. You just don't know. <laughs> just don't. That was the worst no. mistake we made at our wedding. We uh, had bells too hearted instead of like. Oh, a oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> what? Dude, it, dude the, the entire place went full fucking crazy by like 1030. Yo, Aunt Mary is not used to. No. <laughs> Not ten percenters, not dude. Not <laughs> <laughs> this is a different animal. <laughs> but you live and learn, right? Yeah, I wouldn't do yeah. that. Re- I wouldn't like repeat that mistake on your, on your next wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope my wife's listening. Yeah, so yeah. funny, so funny. Wow. But yeah, I feel like there's a lot of like weird shit about weddings that are like that. You know, I wonder if like there's a way that you could do something like you. You know that like that new trend that's going on and like 
college athletes where the team is giving them certain things they have to say in their press their pressers? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. Who was talking about that today? Mesh was talking when he was in oh, the office. Oh, we were talking about like um the my putter just yeah. didn't have any yeah. butter. Yeah, yeah. No butter in my putter. No butter in my putter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, so how do you do that where like everybody's in on it? In the uh, in what in the like if you were doing a best man speech, I'm like Mark, you've got to say pumpernickel. Oh, you one got, time you got to squeeze in a, a certain word, a certain and, word. Yeah, you know, you know what? Huh. I think um, it's a lot of work. You make bingo cards for the tables for all the tables. Mm, and every time they hear a word, they yeah. have to. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, and like in your speech when you're crafting it, so like what? There's nine spots or. Was it 16 spots on a bingo? Is it more? It's way it, more. Think, I think it just depends B-I-N-G-O. on what bingo you're playing. I would at least think 25. There's, 25. Yeah. there's probably 20. Yeah. I think there's, there's 25 spots on a bingo card. Holy shit. That's crazy. Two days in a row yeah. we've talked about bingo, by the way. B- yeah. I- well, we were in bingo yesterday almost. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so there's like, so there's, there's, man, that's crazy. That's a lot of work. But yeah, there's a list of words that you kind of really got to say. Slater is a big games guy. That's so funny, though. It's hilarious, right? It's hilarious. Dude, you talk about being engaged. Yeah. Oh, I'm doing oh, that. that's No, they're getting married. They're not engaged. They're... <laughs> 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 this is a great podcast. I miss, this. I miss doing this. This is fun. We don't do them as much as we no, should. We, really, we, we really get in don't. so many different rants that's in the, so in the office. That's so funny. Yeah, actually, the, uh, so the reception's after the, the marriage, Alan. Yeah. Oh, thanks for that. Yeah, I didn't know. I had no we idea. Should do rece- people should do reception first, then ceremony. Mm. Just get like super belligerently drunk. Including the person who's doing the the ceremony, that would make the wedding see, yeah. so much more yeah, fun. So much more fun. That would be electric. <laughs> mm. That would be electric, dude. I don't even remember the last hour of my own wedding. Wait, wedding or reception? Reception. Oh, I, that's probably like good, right? I mean, I feel like you did it right. Well, the first four hours. Of like the whole day seem to be like sped up and fast forward. Can only imagine. I feel I, I keep hearing that that's just like a blur. Well, dude, we already kind of we already I mean, at least I feel it like especially if we go to like a luncheon where like you walk in the room and it's a room full of 300 people and then like you start getting in a conversation. But then you see somebody else, you know, that's like sees you. You guys both make eye contact and that person's kind of like next up to talk to you. And then like the person you're talking to is realizing there's a person that's trying to get in with you too. So then that, that conversation ends. It's the entire day of that. That's terrible. So you got that, but then you combine the bells too hearted. <laughs> and I just okay. felt like it was total blackout by the end of it. That's tough. That's tough. I, I mean, I get it. So we're talking about good speeches, but what about bad speeches? Is there kind of a fun in that? Cause I saw I thought, one I that was what... like my favorite disaster of all time, but in the, like, I think it's awesome. No, I think a bad speech is better than a good speech. Because you, there's a, uh, you remember it. <laughs> you do. And the you look that everyone's giving each other just makes it incredible. Oh, and the, like, like the you're just watching just... this thing burn. Oh. Like you're Andy Kaufmaning the entire room. Yes, 100%. Oh. There was this one we were at, and this guy, his, I think it was the brother. And, dude, he, he had to have 30 beers. Before he went up there, thirty-two hearted, and he's like, he's like veering off topics. He's like throwing jabs. Ugh. He's saying jokes that aren't funny. But then, like at one point, because he's so drunk, he starts saying things that wouldn't be funny normally, but now is hysterical. <laughs> oh, does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, 
I kind of appreciate it though. Just the blind willingness to just go up there and do that. It takes balls. Especially because you know how much level of anxiety he had Or liquid that. courage, either one. Probably both. It because could probably both. Yeah. Because there's a point, every time you're drunk and ha- I have to do something, there's a point where it's like, crap, I'm too drunk to do this. And it's like, yeah. do you take a, it's like, there's, there's that moment where it's like, I either stop drinking or I keep drinking. Yeah. No, it's true. And the balls <laughs> that the man had to keep drinking. <laughs> And he's like, screw it. I'm going up there. Dude. That's crazy. It's so true. I think this relates slightly to what I was getting at earlier, being in like a comedy room. You're kind of ready for comedy. I think inappropriate things aren't funny in a lot of scenarios, but when they're inappropriate in a really inappropriate scenario, it makes it so funny. Like if something happened at like a funeral. Oh, then you dropped like an inappropriateness. Oh my gosh. And like, you know, it's like... Like I don't know, growing up going to church, when you knew like you you weren't supposed to like make a peep or laugh or anything, just like looking at your brother and sister and like doing something would just kill me. I would I would be laughing so hard, and it just makes it so much funnier because you know you're you're not supposed to be like laughing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know exactly. Because I've been in rooms with like that's happened where like especially in a funeral setting where someone <laughs> throws in something that's like directly morbid <laughs> and like has a joke to it. And like I think this the weird part about it is like as the guy delivering that speech, there's an audible gasp from the crowd. Because you see, you see the freaking um, reaction of people when you say things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like you hear like the laughter, but you also hear the <gasps> yeah, right, you know, like, and you're just like, holy like, oh cow, was that good? Was like, that bad? It's like it's almost like putting you in instant fear mode. And it's like immediately what I start thinking is like, oh crap, like am I going to hear about this when I step off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, you are. Oh my god, that's brutal. That's so funny. Um, really quick, can I cut you guys off? Yeah, please. No. I uh, thanks, Al. I got some. Uh, I got a couple of reads that um, I'd love to uh, tell you guys about. Okay, so this is how we get to do this and get paid for it. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, love th- it. This is really fun. Oh, you guys are getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Alan. I tried not to tell him. That's Jeez, messed up. This is why we haven't been podcasting. God, so I don't want to let him know. <laughs> Um, right now, Ricochet Tacos, if you head there and you get some lunch or maybe some din din, um, if your order is $25 or more, you get 15% off. Not including alcohol. Not including alcohol. We've, we've learned that we've tried that a few times. Sober. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to do ad libs. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So funny. And then, um, if I would say I'd throw this out there more times than not on Fridays, we are there. That's true. That's Friday at lunch. Oh my god! If yes. you want to run into us, there's a good chance. That's the place to go. Yeah. Um, another one I got is Tomato Bar. So they actually just got a new loyalty program. Um, so they have an app. So if you go in there, um, you earn points for every dollar spent. Earns points equals discounts. Mark, do you have that app? Um, I do have the Tomato Bar app. Uh, so how does it work? Um, it's really simple. Like you just go in, mm-hmm. and after you like go to check out, you just put your order in. Or they scan it and you're done. Wow. So there's a QR code in the app. That's how they do it. And then they have the technology to like just scan it. And then like how does the point system work? Do you got to get like order six pizzas to get something free? Um, I don't know. I've never tried to redeem points or anything. It's a good question. So yeah. let me look hmm. into that. No, you should. Yeah. You should. So by the next podcast, you should. Uh, yeah. You got to let the people update. know. Yeah. yeah. We'll let the people know. Yeah. I think that's great. So it's a loyalty program. That's really awesome. You could potentially get something, but you could potentially not at this rate. As, as the t- we don't have a definitive answer. At this moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a definitely yes, maybe. Okay. 
Um, and then I'm going to give you guys one more. Because um, if I go there and I start ordering 10 pizzas and I'm getting nothing, I'm going to start taking shit off the walls. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> like, I earned this, man. <laughs> I'm loyal. Don't That's you the get place it? to do it, though. They have some sweet I'm taking what I mean. Portrait. I'm taking those figurines. I'm taking the figurines. The fi- you're going Ooh, figurines? Yeah, I'm going figurines. There's some of that art in the Crown Point one. That's like so the cool. Ghostbusters. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. going so for cool. first. I think I am, too. I think that's what I'm heading for. Dude, even they have sick merch. I'd even be down for a t-shirt after 10 pizzas. Oh, yes. Yeah, good move. Um, and then the last one I'm going to hit you with is Float 60. I don't know if you guys have been, but if you haven't, you're, you're messing up. I know, Alan, have you been? Slater? Slater's not been. Slater's I have been, been. I have not enjoyed it. We need to take... You I mean, I enjoyed... I, enjoy, I have not personally been into one of the experiences. Gotcha. But I've okay. witnessed experiences happen. Makes sense. Yeah. We need to change that. Both of you. We need to have a day for you guys to go check it out. Um, but right now they have red light therapy that's uh, available at their Chesterton location. And um, it's $10 off any service with code LOCAL219. Sweet. Yeah. Pretty exciting. So, yeah. Appreciate it. Um, float 60. What uh, have you done there? Everything. You, you floated? So, what is there? What is there? So, um, Locations are slightly different. They have um, some in Chicagoland area, but they have two in our area, one in Cherville and one in Chesterton. Um, the Chesterton one has two float tanks. Um, they have um, red light therapy. And float tanks are when like you jump in like a cave-like setting, even though it's not a cave. You're, it's heavily it's salted, it's like a pod. salted water. And you essentially are in pitch dark. You have no headphones or anything on, and you're just laying in water, and yeah. that you're floating. So you can decide your light level in there. There's lights in there that you can turn on and change colors and stuff like that. Okay. Um, you can also, I think, um, choose your music, too, if you wanted to do that. But um, basically, it's the first time your spine experiences weightlessness since you're in your mother's womb, for most people. There's no There's other way. ways to go about it, but that's, yeah. So what's that feel like? I, I, it's so hard to describe. It's, um, I feel like, I, I don't, I don't, there's no way to describe it. You just like it. Um, so I did it after I broke my collarbone mm-hmm. and, um, laying in bed, it like, I could definitely feel like where I broke it and like, it didn't feel like that good. And from like a tense level, where's your tense level going into this? Ten, like how did I feel? How did my shoulder feel? No, I mean, so you got your shoulder thing going on. Yeah, you're feeling it as you as you're like mentally from a tension side. Are you, are you strung out? Are you at a ten? Are you feels like you've had four energy drinks, or are you just kind of like a normal average day mentality? Um, I think anxious. I'm like anxious in a good way. Like I was excited to get in there. And, okay, and like really experience it because um, in the past when I've done it, it was more so for like just for a quick video. But this time was like to go in and experience for it for keeps. the entire hour. This was for keeps. This for yeah, keeps. This for is sure. for all the marbles. Yeah. And um, I didn't feel, I, I mean, no no pain whatsoever anywhere. Um, a lot of people I hear who have like any back pain or neck pain, anything along those lines, when they lay in there, I mean, weightlessness. So there's just no pressure on any parts of your body, which is really cool. And how long does a session usually last? Hour. Is it? Um, Shit. Are yeah. you, That's are a you, long time. Are you dude. in the dark the whole time? If you want to be, you get see, to pick your light level. See, I, I like like uh, this is before the whole Aaron Rodgers thing too. I, I've always wanted to do like one of those darkness retreats. Oh, yeah, you kind of have a Batman vibe. You think so? Yeah, <laughs> Batman. Yeah, I've always wanted to do one of those float things too. Ever since I saw it on Dave in that Rick Rubin episode, mm-hmm. you know where he has that enlightening, and I'm like, man, what kind of stuff do I have in here? You know what it's I mean? Cool. It's cool. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean it's definitely time for you to think about whatever you want to think about. So when you're sitting there and you're floating and you're feeling weightlessness and you're in your mind, is 60 that, minutes. 
is that just a is that just like an entire like what's that exploration like in your mind is that something that you're just like going from like jumping ladder to ladder on and you're just like why am i thinking this way is that hmm like where does it start does it ever get into deep thought and how far in does it get to deep yeah thought? i'll tell you the first five minutes of laying in there i'm like i really wish i did shrooms and that i had i had shrooms to do because i feel like that would just make that experience incredibly mind-blowing mm. but that being said i was still sitting in there thinking about like just life life in general like where i'm at in life what are like my life goals what am I not happy with? What can I change? Things like that. Where I'm like, I'm tr- like, I'm almost forcing myself to think about that way. And then once you start thinking that way, you just, you kind of lose it. Like you lose yourself. Like you lose the sense of time, kind of like where you're at. Your eyes are closed. You're just floating and you're just like constantly thinking. And it, like, it like, it's an environment that I think eggs on that thought process that like, it like puts you there to like, Hey, like this is good for you. Not only, Physically, but mentally. Sure. That's awesome. I like that. It is cool. I mean, I'm I'm totally kind of afraid. Um, They also have uh, a cold tub at the Chesterton location. So the cold tub is kind of like an ice bath. There's no ice in there, but it's a cold water. There's jets. Um, And so typically what I would do is I go in the cold tub first. I go in there for like, I like to do like a 10 minute session in the cold tub, 10 minutes in there. And then I get out and I go in the infrared sauna. And then that infrared sauna obviously like kind of defrosts you in a, in a sense. It just feels so good. You can change the light, the, the lighting in there too. The mood lighting is really cool. Beautiful. And then I'll do my my um, uh, float. All right, then, one day can we do this all as a team? Because that sounds really fun. It sounds like a real good like pressure reliever. Yeah, I'm totally in on that for sure. Yeah, I think that would be incredible. Um, and then the only difference between that location and the Sherville location in the cold aspect of it is there's cryotherapy at the Sherville location. Interesting. Yeah. Which I don't know. Have you guys ever done cryotherapy? Before? I've, cri- I've cried it. for therapy before. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. You're doing it right then. Slater. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, that is, that's a really unique way of shocking your body. Um, and I, I don't even want to guess what the negative temperature is, but you're in like the negative one hundreds, negative two hundreds. And that's a short lived thing. Three minutes max. Wow. wow. Yeah. But like when you, it's for like right when you get in there, cause it's just cold air mm-hmm. and it's not windy. So there's, it makes it very different than what you would think negative or whatever feels like. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you get in there right away, like it's chilly and then it starts to get colder and colder and colder. And then you're like, okay, now I know why this thing is like this. It's cool. Um, but then Chesterton also has like a cryotherapy mask that you put on your face. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Um, I would imagine it's good for like acne, your skin, etc. Wow. Um, I feel like I'm getting into the age where that stuff matters most. I feel like it matters most any age. Yeah. But I feel like you get, you're like 25, man. I feel like you can run through a wall and then like, yeah, you're going to have some bumps and bruises tomorrow, but you'll be good for, <laughs> for like, you know, me, I do the same act. I'm like done for fucking months. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> got to be like Wim Hof, bro. You just got to, oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. Do you gotta, know who that is? Yeah. Yeah, the breathing guy. Yeah. Yeah. The ice man. The ice man. The yeah. ice man. Yeah, that's really cool. It'd be really cool to be able to go do like a journey mm. with him. That'd be crazy. I've always wanted to do that, man. Yeah. Well, and I'd say that about my age, too, because, you know, there's like times now where it's like the gray hairs are starting to pop up a little bit, which you guys don't have to worry about yet. Uh, <laughs> like you get a little bit of the wrinkle action going on. You know, I've got... Uh, 
a lot of different random shit. Like one thing that's really strange about getting older, my back has never been drier. Is anybody dry, else experiencing dry that? Dry back, huh? Dude, it's bad. I'm worried about a hairy back, but not, I haven't no, even I don't have. No, I don't have. I don't have. I have a proportional amount of hair around good, my body. Good, I'm not good. really concerned about a hairy back. I got like little strands of hair that pop out, but pretty easy to manicure at the end of the day. It's like like the top of my back is like gets itchy during the winter because it's so dry. Oh, like I mm, like I would hate that. The days I would hate of that. I can't just get out of the shower, put my clothes on, and go. I gotta moisturize. The um, moisturizing your face is super important, and I can't even imagine how moisturizing your back is. Like that, and how do you do that? You just dude, it's my back, it's my my quads, it's my shins, all three things itch like hell during the winter. Wow, it's wild. Really? Yeah, it must be ashy. You ashy. It's crazy. You're an asshole. So you guys don't have that at all. No, that's well, crazy. crazy. My my forehead gets like that. My forehead does get like that. Um, and my my shins will every once in a while. But other than that, man, I mean, I sweat all the time. So damn. That was I saw Eddie Vedder once about four feet away, and the biggest takeaway from that wasn't like, oh, it's Eddie Vedder. I've never seen a man more manicured in my life. Oh, for real. Yeah, it was just like this guy is taking time on himself, man. Really? See, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, like it was just like, wow. He's like, there was not like a hair out of place. There was like, I don't know. It's just like he had a glow about him that didn't make any sense. And it's got to be because of like having that much money and being able to like keep up with that kind of stuff. Right. Because like, dude, if I had unlimited money, I'm going to state of mind. Nice, yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm doing that Patty, all, like at least once a week. That's No, you, we're laying in that seat seven days a week. Oh, for sure, right? And I'm feeling like they got that like face thing they put on you. Oh, gosh, yeah. And they're plucking eyebrows. And they're just like, you walk out of there just like super relaxed. Yeah. I'm sure Float 60 is a completely different version of that, but at the same feeling. Absolutely. See, you that's feel so good walking Could you out imagine doing a day of just that, those two things? It'd be amazing. <sighs> I wish I could do that every day. I wish I could sauna and I can sauna every day if I wanted to. But I wish yeah, I had made that's more. On a, that's on a full spectrum. It's a different thing. It's, we, different yeah, it's beast, an animal. Man. It's an animal. It is an animal. But I wish I could cold tub and sauna every single day. I, you could. You could. You're right. I, I need to stop with the excuses. You're right about that. I love cold tubbing. Mm. I, you guys take hot showers year round? Maybe yeah, that's why I, I'm so I, dry. I cold, I cold shower at every. Um, cold. I do like a week of cold showering and then take like two off. Oh. I cold shower in the in the summertime I have to. I can't mm. even think about a warm shower in the summer. Really? No, I do warm showers all year round for sure. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Alan, try the cold I mean, you're not gonna enjoy it. It's you're not gonna be like, oh, I can't wait to take a shower. So here's what I don't like about cold showers. When you walk in, you turn it on, your first instinct is like boom, and then it's like but like I feel like the cold keeps becoming. Where like I'd rather cold bath. I know what you mean. Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, like mean. then I can jump in. And then get the shock out of my system, and then my body will start to accumulate, like acclimate itself to the surroundings. With showers, I feel like half my body's out of the water, half of it's in. Yeah. By the time I'm getting acclimated, I move a little bit, then I get a new spot of skin. There's this, uh, yeah. there's this new since like ice baths are becoming such a big thing. They do um, either horse troughs or they do an ice barrel because it's I guess is better for your circulation to be vertical. That's why cryotherapy is so good. Yeah, it makes sense for you. Um, yeah, so like the ice barrel, you jump in, you kind of just squat down. But you're, you're vertical. So you get that you get that out of you, but you submerge your whole self. It's kind of crazy. I've been mm. seeing that on TikTok so much. I know. I follow a lot of people that do that. And my buddy Matt, see, you're right. I can cold tub whenever I want because my buddy Matt lives down the street from me on South Street. And he, um, he cold tubs every single day. In the winter, he fills it up and he leaves it outside. And then he walks outside in the morning, cracks the ice, and, and sits in there. 
That's awesome. Yeah, he's wild. He's very holistic. Mm. He's a physical therapist, though, so that, that comes you know what with the other, it. You never see any, like, really fat people doing that either. No, and you they know should. What I'm saying? And they should because they it, should. Yeah, because it turns your, 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 what is it, yellow fat into brown fat, whatever Dave Buchek says. But it's like, it's really good for, uh, for that kind of stuff, for weight loss. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they always say keep your body guessing if you're trying to gain weight or lose weight. Shock the body. Yeah, exactly. And that's definitely shocking your body. Huh. No doubt. But back really quick to what you're saying about you'd rather do a tub than a shower. Well, the shower, you're still, you're still being able to like clean yourself and you're hopefully counteracting your dry skin then. So two birds, one stone. Or getting two birds stoned at once. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Is there anything yeah. you guys would like to add as we uh, get to the final lap here? It's been a, this has been a good, enjoyable podcast. I love riffing with you guys, but this oh, was this was fun. This was solid. Um, no, I mean I'm excited. We got a we got a whole slew of events coming up. Obviously, I can't guarantee I can get this thing out within the next eight hours. So be careful with what you say. I'm well, I'm just saying, like I was about to say, <laughs> Alan, say before you cut, cut me off. By the time this is out, our <laughs> by the time this is out, our uh, White Sox party would have been uh, here and gone, and it was a success, and it was awesome. And I was, Love I wish that. you guys were there. Um, so yeah, if I'm you're sure more, if you were there, and you're interested in coming to more awesome events that we throw, our Laugh Local first one of the year is back, April fourteenth, upstairs in Crown Brewing Carriage Court. Uh, we have awesome comedians coming in. We have three awesome comedians uh, from Laugh Factory. Um, and uh, it's going to be a great time. We have an alumni, uh, Tyler Fowler. He's been here three times now. Um, he's hosting it, so he won't be headlining it. But uh, he, he always sets, a, sets us up for, uh, for success there. Uh, I know we're going to do it a couple more times this year. I don't have the dates in front of me. Uh, but be on the lookout for that. Um, also, I mean, we, we just been, we've just been grinding with a lot of awesome content. So if you guys aren't following us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, all the YouTube. all the things YouTube for sure TikTok TikTok uh, whatever whatever you think is awesome um, and and you you check be sure to follow on there but no I'm just excited it's going to be an awesome summer and an awesome year I Mark do you want to drop love any news vibe. great news great news Slater yeah nice job. um cue cue my best man speech in four, 14 seconds Three, Alan and that's what, all I have to say here you go <laughs> pass it to you no I would like for you to talk about something else that you're working on that's really fun oh okay let's buddy. get people excited about it. okay guys um picture this so picture this guys <laughs> you're with your significant other mm -hmm. and you're wondering honey what would you like to eat tonight and she hits you the with age-old question. Yeah, and then let yeah. me let me do a rundown of that. Can we role play that really quick? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was, it's, okay. it's I was even more drawn that. out than <laughs> I, I, for those who don't know uh, me. You I know was what about I mean? To do that. Yeah, so yeah. Feel free to ask. Okay, me. so am I the guy and you're the yeah. girl? Mm -hmm. Yeah. At least in a traditional American relationship. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, honey, where do you want to go tonight? Oh, I don't care. You pick anything. Sounds good with me. Do you want to like make something or no? Oh, okay. Um, so you want to go out to eat? Yeah, that sounds good. Where do you want to go? I don't care. You tell me. Just pick any place. Uh, you always do this to me. Yeah, why but just you, pick why? any place. Go ahead. Um, uh, dude, let me let me check. Let me let me uh, think about this. Daddy, I'm hungry. Okay, chill out, Slater. <laughs> <laughs> Son. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let me. So it's got to be kid friendly. Sure. Shit. I don't even know where to start thinking about that. Do you have any ideas? Yeah. Um, just hit me with any restaurant really quick, please. So you don't have any ideas. You're just not good for anything right now. Slater, how about you just sh shoot me one idea? Just anyone. No, he's the kid. He can't do that. Don't let him. West of Wands? Nope, doesn't sound good. <laughs> any, any place but that. Okay, so you have no taste for anything. Classics, Mark. 
You, oh, oh, you said asparagus? Nope, don't want that. No. Uh, uh, how about, uh, I don't know, gels? Nope, that doesn't sound good, but anything but that. Okay, uh, how about tomato nope, bar? Nope, doesn't sound Damn good either. It. Uh, yeah. You know what? How about I just take a look? <laughs> yeah, let's take a look. Let's open up Eat Local 219. Yeah! <laughs> you guys Honey. drew you guys drew that out. I think our audience saw. <laughs> they they yeah, they're like, where is this going? Yeah, I was hearing phones turning off. <laughs> um so just pretty much imagine an app that um you can go to to get an idea, a preview of all the restaurants in the area, whether you've been to them or not. And it, inspire thought for you to go to a place that maybe you weren't thinking of. Or a favorite place that you love. Absolutely. Either to, one. Like you forgot about how much you enjoyed that place. Yep. Maybe maybe it's Gambas. Maybe it's Asparagus. Or yep. you've never been into that place, Culinary Misfits. Maybe it's a little bit newer and you're like, yep. oh, what does that place look like even? Oh, that's what it looks like. That's the food they serve. Those are the drinks they have. I want to go there. Yeah. Or like how many times I hear somebody say something like, man, I've been dying to try that place, but I just keep forgetting about it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's like, oh, so this app that... You're essentially spearheading, but we're designing constructively together. Absolutely. Is trying to be the most engaging experience we can possibly bring from the restaurant and culinary component of the region. Absolutely. And we're going to do the best that we possibly can to bring you guys the best deals as well to those restaurants. Because, listen, it's not easy to eat out every night money-wise. We know it's difficult. So Mm -hmm. I feel like the more... The more we could we could bring deals to you guys, the more you guys can fit that in your budget to go out and try something new and to support local. And at the end of the day, that obviously helps our economy in the area and um, helps your neighbors, et cetera. And that's really what it's all about. Great job. Both of you. Very proud moment on both of your guys right now. Uh, you guys in... Didn't, didn't hear that, but we fist bumped, me and Mark. We yeah, did. that was a good fist bump. It was electric. Why you looked into each other's eyes. It was beautiful. Yeah. I wish I wish more people other than Alan were able to uh, experience it, but mm-hmm. I'm happy he was here for it. I, yeah. me I too. am too. It made yeah. me happy. It Thanks was for watching. I'm stoked. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, what do you have for us? Uh, I would say that, like Slater, I'll try to jump on both of you guys here, kind of do a quick little rally. Um, first of all, if you're not following us, follow us, but you probably are if you're listening to this, so yep. tell your friends. It's kind of fun. Secondly... Mark, working on this Eat Local app, we think we're gonna we're on the pace of like really kind of partaking local two and I into a new place, where I think that hopefully you find our content engaging. But this is a way that we could be a resource to you, and I think that's really important for us all motivationally um, as we move this company day to day. So check it out, give it a look, um, let us know what you think about it, and if you do have any questions for us, I think it'd be kind of fun to have a mailbag episode of like the oh it'd be so oh, much fun. it'd be really good yeah. so if you do have any questions um who should we send the uh should it be contact should we, should we email it in, i never or? checked that email no and so i'm, I'm afraid to even you, we open should just throw we point. should just throw a story up on uh we'll have nicole throw a story up for us once we post this podcast okay i like that good call i'm full of them all right yeah. uh so thanks for listening thanks for participating guys and we'll talk to you soon